0: Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Frances, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living and your healthcare. So today I want to talk about that it's Halloween. Halloween is actually one of my favorite days of the year. It's one of my favorite times of the year. And it's always something that is festive. It's always been something that's incredibly fun. It's a time to be able to create yourself, to just be whoever it is that you want to be and the multiplicity of what that means. So for example, when I was little, I got to pick out who I wanted to be, what I wanted to be for Halloween. And then I got to go out with my siblings to go around our neighborhood. I grew up in Detroit. As I got older, I went out into the suburbs when I lived at my grandma's house. But when I was a kid, I definitely lived in Detroit and was able to have the freedom to go through our neighborhoods, which were very safe, by the way, to be able to take part in this. And I still remember all of the trees and the leaves and especially really enjoyed those crisp fall days that were still warm. They called them Indian summer. Not really sure the historical connections as to why that's called. That, but that is something that I do remember from those times as far as when there are warmer days in the fall after it's already started getting cold and then it became warm again for a little while. And then after that, it's just going to be cool and cold and time for sweaters and bonfires. And during this time, the harvest brings about all of those apples. So it's hot apple cider that helps to keep us warm while we drink it, as well as holding the mugs that we're drinking from. So all of those kinds of warming experiences experiences is what Halloween is. It's fun. It's the opportunity to be creative with how we want to represent ourselves. And that is encouraged and exciting and to be able to witness how other people express themselves in that joy and that pleasure and that opportunity to interact and be so fun and festive and the free opportunity to be able to give and to be able to receive and all of that energy. Energy play and everything. I remember there was a candy store that opened in the back of an antique shop that was down the street and like a couple blocks over from where I lived as a child. I'm not really sure if it was a younger couple had purchased the antique store and there was room in the back that never was used or there was just empty space in the back that they decided to open up and have its own door access point to and they made it into a candy. Candy shop. They called it Uncle Sam's Penny Candy Store. My brother and I would go in there and give them advice. And I'm pretty sure I probably talk about this in my last Halloween's episode as well, like a year ago, and maybe even from two years ago, who knows, because this is a really empowering, amazing time for me when I was a kid to be able to have these adults and they were young adults, they couldn't have been even 30. I'm imagining if they were, I, I don't know, but where they actually asked my brother and me for a our advice on which Products to be able to buy, to be able to sell in the store? Like, what are the cool candy things that people want? And so we would give them our information and then they would get those things in stock. And so they actually listened to what we said. They wanted to know what we said. It was like Halloween is the time for kids to actually be empowered, for kids to be able to express themselves how they want to and just be authentic and be honored in that authenticity. And on Halloween, the store actually was open and they were giving certain things away to the trick-or-treaters that came by you could definitely go there and buy stuff however for the trick-or-treaters they were giving away I'm thinking the little garbage cans that had the little I'm gonna say chalk like candies that you could break they were little hard candies and they fit together like puzzle pieces and so there would be like all of the pieces when you put them together they created like a skeleton or something like that and so it would be a little garbage can that when you open it up it had like a skull and a humerus and a hand and you know just like the bones the aspects of the skeleton and whenever we would get it the first thing we would want to do was open it up you know open this little garbage can up and dump it out to be able to see and it just you know fit in the palm of our hands but to open up this little garbage can and dump it out and to see how many full skeletons we could actually create with the different parts and pieces that were inside that so part of the the fun of getting this candy was to be able to make the puzzle out of it and the candy was good. Like it tasted good. It wasn't like some things where they look really nice, but when you try to eat them, they're kind of gross. To me, they're this certain kind of gummy candy that they always look nice. It's like a nice piece of artwork, but the texture of it is just bleh and the the flavor of it just never worked for me. And that was just my own personal preference. Other people definitely, I'm assuming, ate them because they liked the taste of it or the texture of it, it was something that was good for them. That's just not my perspective and my view. And again, I liked at them, I thought they were cool. They would look like little hamburgers or hot dogs or whatever kind of things, but the taste of them, the texture of them, no, I wouldn't eat them. If I got them, they would end up being the candies that I would want to trade away with other people at the end of my Halloween candy gathering ventures. So we would go out, I feel like we would go out for hours and there was always house after house after house. There would be the group of us kids and we would just go from house to house and we would have our big, normal, regular, twin-sized pillowcase and we would get those things filled up. It would be candies, regular full-size candy bars. were always like, oh my gosh, like such abundance. But typically the little fun-size Halloween candies of the candy bars like the Snickers or the Tootsie Rolls or sometimes we would get now and laters and Jolly Ranchers and all different kinds of individual candies that whatever it would be that the people were handing out. So normally we'd go to the door of the house that had the light on. We were conditioned we were trained we were taught that it was rude and also a waste of time to go to the houses that didn't have the lights on because where I grew up in Detroit when it was Halloween that's how the adults let the kids know that that was a house that was giving candy was by putting their porch light on now problem with that is sometimes we would go to a house that had a porch light on and nobody would come and so we would wait problem with that is that sometimes if you waited not long enough that you would already be walking away from the house because it took a little bit of time before the people inside realized there was somebody at the door or maybe they were inside watching Halloween movies or something. Maybe they were taking care of their own kids because their kids were too little to go out or they were an elderly couple or whatever the circumstances was. It was always that risks and benefits involved of like, ooh, do you go to this house or do you not? And being able to see a group of kids ahead of us that had already left that house would kind of help give us the information about whether or not it would be beneficial for us to go to that house and take the time to go all the way up to their front door, which of course we always walked on the sidewalks unless we didn't care if we got yelled at for running across the grass because that was the social norm of you don't walk on people's grass, you don't walk on their lawns, people actually take care of their lawns and you're not gonna disrespect them by doing that. So we would have to walk up to the porch. Now, sometimes of course there would be kids that were too excited and didn't wanna have to walk all the way back to the sidewalk next to the street to be able to go around and they would just run across people's grass. But that was considered inappropriate and rude and people would roll their eyes or complain about them. And sometimes the people in the houses would have their own responses to that and things like that. So depending on, you know, your judgments and your perspectives and what your beliefs mean to you and all of that comes into play as well well then when we actually moved out of the Detroit area I lived in the suburbs and my mom would come pick us up because my mom didn't live with me then and she would drive us from area to area where we would just get back in the car and then she would drive us to another location and that sometimes was helpful when it was raining so that way we could still go out but we didn't have to completely walk through getting rained on being Halloween October 31st sometimes in the Detroit area that being at that latitude the weather can be quite unpredictable and sometimes it's very cold and rainy and chilly and sometimes it's snowing, which definitely made it difficult to go from house to house. However, being kids and being determined and not being willing to sacrifice being able to go out for Halloween, we put up with it. Sometimes we had to wear coats underneath our costumes so that way we stayed warm so we didn't get sick and that kind of a thing. But the best days were always when it was warm in like the 60s or 70s Fahrenheit so that way we could actually just just wear our costumes without having to be covered up with our coats because if you wore a coat over your costume, people couldn't tell what your costume looked like so then you couldn't show off who you were dressed up as and if your costume was over your coat then it had to be really big and it looked awkward being above a coat and things like that so the best times were when it was nice and warm and I could ride around on my roller skates going from house to house because that saved time and it was fun. So yeah, Halloween, definitely an empowered time for kids to be able to make choices, to be independent, to be able to be creative, to be able to be witnessed and yeah, bragged about. I always think that it's cool whenever, even with taking my own kids as my kids were growing up, taking my kids out for Halloween and walking up to the houses and when the people would come outside and react to the kids' costumes. So whether it was, oh my goodness, what are you this year? And then the kids would be explaining so excited how they decided to come up with this intrinsic costume of combining three or four different concepts together and why it was so amazing and just hearing their expression of themselves and how, oh my goodness, that's so scary or, oh, you're a beautiful princess or whatever the response would be in that interaction. Always very cool to be able to experience as well as be able to witness an an awesome, amazing time. There aren't very many times where children are actually honored and empowered for their own country contributions and autonomy. So that's probably why all of those different things combined as well as when I was younger, my aunt would do make huge parties and make a big to do about things. And she would send us through the neighborhood with a list of different items for a scavenger hunt and whoever got back would get the prize and she would do the bobbing for apples and the donuts hanging from the ceiling and the different kinds of things. And she would do that for us kids and she would do different ones for her friends. So my aunt was always like the party person who organized and coordinated different kinds of things and would get people involved and interactive to have fun and things like that. So kudos out to you. Assuming my aunt doesn't listen to my podcast, but just putting that out there as the recognition anyways. So I'm really looking forward to the weather today. It's supposed to be really nice. That is really good and promising. So nice and dry, nice and warm. Super excited about that for the kids. Last year was... Very cold. Well, it wasn't as cold as the year before. Last year was just kind of bitter cold. I didn't bring the extra coat. I just had my sweater on. That was a little bit too cold for me. I did not like that. My son did have his gloves. I wasn't wearing an actual coat because it seems like it was warm enough. And when the sun went down and it got colder and dark, it was a bit too cold for me. Now, the year prior to that, we had a major snowstorm, which was interesting because on Halloween, there was a major snowstorm with a lot of snow that the kids had to walk through. So that was an experience in and of itself. However, last year with all of the COVID lockdown, shutdown kind of things, people still did Halloween, which I appreciate. And I'm glad that it happened. And there were some people that I wish I would have take pictures of these, I'll just call them contraptions that they made where it really resembled something out of The Grinch Who Sold Christmas, where it was the social distancing ways to be able to give kids candy. So there were some houses, like an elderly couple specifically, I remember it was multiple feet long. So probably at least six feet for those social distancing guidelines. I'm going to emphasize guidelines, not mandates or laws. Just to put that out there where they kind of dropped the candy in and it went down through this PVC where it eventually came out the bottom of this machine and into the bucket or the bag or whatever the child was utilizing. So that was really cool. I kind of wish I would have taken pictures of that because that was some creativity, which I'm sure was some excitement for the adults that put that together to be able to come up with these ideas. And then there were also houses that had tables set up with individual boxes. It was like a big, huge table where the The person had taken tape to draw lines on the table and each spot had one serving of whatever that house was giving out for the kids. So then the kids could just come up and, you know, oh, just just take out of whatever box you want to take. And so, you know, the kids would take it that way. So that was cool. I saw a lot of people still gathering and sitting around their campfires and playing their music and the decorations and all of that stuff, which is so important at this time of year, especially with all of the lockdown kind of things and the uncertainty that people who are in of authority have to make decisions about and of course everybody no matter what position of authority they're in is still just a person who got themselves to that place of authority for whatever reason whether they were voted in or they were hired in or whatever everybody when it comes down to it, is a person and I'm a naturopathic medical doctor I know a lot of times doctors don't want to be seen as just people like anybody else in that position of vulnerability but we are we're all people at just different levels of authority and I think that the stuff with the pandemic that's happening right now is kind of pointing that out. The openness with things with the internet is allowing people to be able to share on a widespread way of who they are and their creations and their ideas, like different kinds of platforms to be able to watch people's videos and hear them talk just like me, being able to express my opinions and the things that I'm talking about on this lovely Halloween day. So normalizing everybody as a general person and that's something that I really love and that's something Thing that halloween takes us out of that time and space of i'll say normal daily life of the routines and the expectations things we're supposed to do so our house is all decorated and we have our caution tape up and we have our bloody fingerprints stickers and all of our carved pumpkins which by the way kudos to all of our pumpkin carvers here at our house that put out some amazing freaking decorated pumpkins so nice job this year i think is the best yet uh, our spider webs and our witches and goblins and hanging heads and all of that fun amazing stuff with our skulls and bones and cemeteries and arms coming out of the ground and all of that kind of creative fun i am going to yes choose to go swimming in just a little bit and then as the day moves on we are going to go out and go trick-or-treating on this beautiful autumn halloween day so with that thank you everybody and enjoy your time for the season All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. So if you like what I had to say today and you found it beneficial or helpful, please go ahead and share. And if there's anything going on where you need to find a naturopathic doctor or for any reason you need somebody to talk to, please go ahead and call me at 586-405-7618. Or you can find me online at canassist.me. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S-T dot M-E. This is Dr. Francis saying, Enjoy, have fun, and until next time...